welcome to today's broadcast of Kingdom Authority with your host, Reverend Dancia Jones Morris. Tune in each Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time via Vlog Talk Radio through Kingdom Empowerment Incorporated. Follow Dancia on Facebook at Dancia Jones Morris or DanciaJ.com. You can also call your hosts and guests at area code 646-668-2413. Thank you for joining Kingdom Authority. And now here's your host, Reverend Dancia Jones Morris. Kingdom Authority. Well, welcome to 2018 Kingdom Authority broadcast. I am so excited to be here with all of you on tonight. I see y'all coming in. So this is a program where we're using our gifts using our gifts as our priority as you take authority in your territory. That's right. It's the year of supernatural progression, and I declare over your life, this is the year that you will supernaturally progress in your giftings in the name of Jesus. Listen, tonight we are leading out with prayer. I tell you all the time, y'all know that I operate in the realm of progressive and aggressive prayers. So today, tonight, we have two power pastors who pray with authority. I'm just biased to believe that. And so I'm going to tell you on tonight, we want to make sure and take names and numbers in the supernatural and get what God has for us and trample out and annihilate and cut off everything the devil has sent. I'm telling you tonight, it is my prayer that we take authority in prayer to help us progress aggressively in our gifts. It is time not to just sit back and allow anything and everything to come our way and whatever the enemy decides to send, but it is time for us to be aggressive and take it by force in the name of Jesus as he directs and leads us. So not just today I'm talking about, but every day for the next 358 days, I believe, that are left in this year. That is so crazy to say. In 2018, it's not 365, it's 358 days left in the year of 2018. Did y'all hear what I said? We all we up in this. We up in 2018. Lord Jesus. All right, listen up now, y'all. <laughs> y'all know I like to start with the quote before we go into the scripture. I'm excited tonight about what's going to take place. Let me start with the quote, and then we're going to go in prayer real briefly. I want to bring you the scripture before we bring on our guests. I know some of you all are just anxious to hear these wonderful, wonderful pastors that are on tonight. So listen, the quote tonight is, prayer is the key to heaven, but faith unlocks the door. I say that again. Prayer is the key to heaven, but faith unlocks the door. I want to start off with a quick scripture tonight. And on that quick scripture, let me just make sure that we um, are able to um, go into prayer. First of all, listen, um, let's pray. Father, we thank you and we honor you. We bless you. We thank you, O oh God, for being so great, so kind, so wonderful. You are Abba Father. You are Adonai. You are Majesty. You are our Jehovah Jireh. Thank you, O God, for bringing our peace. You're definitely our strength, and you are our joy. Thank you, O God, for being the high priest. Thank you, O God, for being the ancient of days. You are a great, great God. You are the great God, and we honor and bless you. I thank you, O God, for you're a restorer. You're a rejuvenator. You you reconcile. You are a redeemer. And, Lord, we thank you that we can just rest in you. Oh, my God, we can rest in you. When everyone else and everything else fails, we can rest in you. And so, God, on tonight, we say thank you for this first Sunday in 2018. I know some people shouted about at church, Lord, they bless you, they praise you, they wave your hands. And if we didn't go, Lord, I'm hoping somebody just said hallelujah to your name because our hallelujah belongs to you. You deserve all glory. You are all glory. All glory is due to you. And we bless you and we thank you, God. Now on tonight, Father, there are some things that are going to be prayed for, to be said. 
from this man and woman of God. I pray in the name of Jesus that we are in divine order, God, and not our permit your permissive will, but your divine will. So, God, stretch out on us so that we do the things that you say to do. We say the things that you say you want us to say. In the name of Jesus, let no flesh get the glory. Uh-uh. No flesh gets the glory on tonight as we take kingdom authority in our territory. That is our priority, God, to do what you say do in the name of this. Now, God, I lift up two names, Robert Amy right now and Nedra Moore. And, Lord, you bless them. You keep them. You guide them. And every listener, open up listening. Oh, my God. Open up ears to be inclined to hear your word. And once they hear, let them operate in faith. God, don't let us be hopeful and operating in faith. Don't let us be relaxed and just do it when we think we should do it or, God, be victims, be victims. But let us walk with victory in the name of Jesus. We bless you and we thank you. Okay. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's go to Matthew 4, 1 through 11. I'm just going to read that real quick before we bring in our two guests. Listen, the Bible is very clear about temptations, and as we start the year, you can best believe God, God's going to um, do some great things in your life, but at the same time, you have got to understand the enemy doesn't like what's on your life, and so as a result, you are going to have to have some strategies, be prepared, know how to how to circumvent the attacks of the enemy and deal with it. We're trying to annihilate, trample out, cut off everything the devil is trying to send, but you're going to need his word. So let's start off with Matthew 4. What better example than Jesus when he was tempted? Then Jesus was led up out of, into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterwards he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, if you are the son of God, command these stones become bread. New King James Version, by the way. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, the nerve of the devil, he shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. And Jesus said to him, it is written again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And their glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan, for it is written. Mm -hmm. You better know what's written. You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. Listen, there are three things I want you to understand really quickly on tonight before we go in and pray and hear the word of the Lord according to um, our two guests. First of all, the enemy wants you to lose hope. The enemy wants you to lose hope in God. He wants you, as soon as the word goes out, he wants to take that word, wants you to lose hope in God and think that God can't do whatever he said he was going to do. There's an unction in your spirit, and that unction keeps going. It's the Holy Spirit speaking to you, it, and it'll line up with the word of God. And Pastor, Pastor Amy is going to talk about um, and pray over aligning. And so it'll line up with the word of God, but he doesn't want you to line up with the word of God, so he wants you to lose hope. He doesn't want you to believe it's going to happen. And you've got to know what is written in the word. You've got to know his voice. Secondly, he wants to make you do something outside of God's will. He wants you to think more highly of yourself than God. Whenever you are thinking highly of yourself, then God, then guess what? You're out of his will. It is so critical. It's pertinent that we line up 
and know when to move, how to move. Oh, my God, thank you, Jesus. When to say and when to say him. And so we can't think we've got got it under control. Just because he's anointed us, just because he's gifted us, it is critical for us to humble ourselves in the sight of God and under the hand and mighty hand of God, and then he will exalt us in due time. That doesn't mean that you walk ashamed of what God has given you. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about walking under his grace and mercy, knowing that everything he's given you is his already. Thirdly, Get, get. He wants to get you to choose another God, little G-O-D, over the God, big G-O-D. And he's talking about idolatry, idolatry in people, idolatry in places, idolatry in things, even yourself. You can idolize yourself above God. How do we do these things? Anything that we spend more time on, that we put our time on, guess what? That is your God. You say what you want to say, but if you spend your time doing things that are not in line with God's will and what he has you on this earth to do, that is your God. Let's not get it twisted at all. We can't, we can't, but we got to get it right. We've got to get this thing right. That doesn't mean you're holier than thou. Matter of fact, that's a sin. I just talked about it. He wants to make you do something outside of God's will and to think yourself highly, more highly of yourself than God, and that's not what we're here to do. We are here to exalt God, to praise God with the fruit of our lips, and sometimes I got to be careful what I'm saying because it's not fruitful. Mm. Oh, God. And so these are things. It's critical to know the word by reading the word. Hear this. How do you get Make sure you're walking in the right path. You have the strategies that needed. So it's critical to know the word by reading the word of God, by meditating on the word of God, and then applying the word of God. One thing that came to me yesterday, and I was going to post this on Instagram and wherever else, on social media, and I found out that there are some people that read not just the word of God, just read, and there's some people that just apply. And what is the difference between the two? Really nothing. When you read and apply, it carries you over into success. So without knowledge, and without knowledge and you applying something without knowledge, you're unfruitful. I'm going to tell you right now, we'll show you some things next week. And just reading it and not applying it, you are not fruitful. So what good is knowledge if you don't apply it? And what good is you just doing stuff if you don't have the knowledge to back it up? I'm trying to tell you it is critical for us to read the word of God and apply it. Okay, and that's what's going to make the difference in your life. Hallelujah. Let me go ahead and go on. I'm done. And I, I said I was going to try to get it done by 6.15 and 8.15, some of you on the East Coast. And here we are, and I'm I'm within two minutes. So I'm a good preacher on tonight. Glory to God. God is good. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> all right, all right. So we have, we have first, and I want him to come on and just kind of tell us a little something about you. First of all, I know what we have planned on tonight, but I want to make sure that we are in alignment with what God has given you as well. And so we have Pastor Robert, Amy, who's on the line. Pastor Robert, please come on and talk to the people, kind of tell them a little bit about yourself, and to definitely tell about your pastor. And, and we're going to move on. Hallelujah. Good evening, everyone. Uh, greetings to you. Uh, not a whole lot to tell. I'm just a humble servant trying to do what God has commissioned me to do in this lifetime. I don't say that because it sounds like a cliche. I say that because it's a lifestyle. I say that because my heart is dedicated toward the cause of Christ. I say that because whenever you can find yourself being anointed and called and chosen by God, there comes a responsibility alongside of it. And uh-huh. with that responsibility, God began to speak with, to me even at a young age and say, listen, son, I'm calling you to be an intercessor. I'm calling you into prayer. And, and, and you know, we get the calling sometimes that we want to run to the pulpit and we don't have no prayer life. Something is wrong with that. So we got to go back and get the foundational principles that have been lined out for us, first of all, before we can attempt to do, to do rather great things. So that's where I am. That's where I want to maintain. That's where I want to um, 
continue to be because without a prayer life, you can't expect to do great exploits in the kingdom. So um, even with that, and I think it was it's absolutely amazing, Reverend, Reverend Dancy, that you brought up that scripture because um, that goes right into what God has spoke to me. Well, bless God. And, yeah, it goes right into it. And and if you don't mind, can I go there right fast? Um, absolutely. It, reading from your uh, John, the fourth chapter, and I want to say the 23rd through the 24th verse, but I want to bring it back up, uh, starting at verse 19, and this is the King James Version. So it says, The woman saith unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet, and our fathers worship in this mountain. And ye say that in Jerusalem is this place where men ought to worship. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Uh, ye worship, ye know not what. Hmm. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. Uh, but the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshipers shall worship the Father. The true worshipers shall worship the Father, not your flesh, not the pastor, not the choir members, but the true worship worshipers, rather, shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. Notice that he said, listen, I'm seeking for the true worshipers to worship me, not flesh on parade. Oh, God, help us. He's not seeking for your talent and your ability. He's not seeking for the thing that makes you uh, turn on everything inside of you. That's an emotional roller coaster ride or that can cause an emotional roller coaster ride. God is seeking for the true worshipers that will worship him in spirit and in truth. For God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him, must worship him in spirit and in truth. The woman said unto him, listen, I know that the Messiah cometh, which is called the Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. Jesus had to retort and lean back and let her know, listen, I that speak unto thee am he. <laughs> so we have to understand that even in this, uh, God began to deal with me, and, and I preach this word in, in, the, in the church. So, you know, the, some of the people on, on our side of town here in Arizona, they might hear this again. But it says, listen, isn't it funny how we try to lean on the pillars that have paved the way for us to be here, but we do not embrace the task that Jesus has placed in our very own lives. We try to make it on their merits. We try to ride in on their skirt tail. We think that if we use the same word verbiage and or vernacular as another, that this will somehow denote some type of esteem for one's own self. Listen, I can help you in this place today. If you have not labored in prayer, you cannot expect to walk in his power. If you have not taken the time to meditate on his word, you cannot expect the transformation to take place in your mind. If you have not taken the time to consult with him on a daily basis, then you cannot expect to receive sound direction. If you have not taken the opportunity to walk in obedience, my God, uh, how can you be a recipient of the total blessing that is covered for your life? God, help us today. It's been far too long that we have sat back and hid in the shadows of another person's prayer life. It's been too long that we have come and heard the word but have not applied the word to our daily lives. It's been too long that we have sat back and said, let somebody else do it. I'm just going to wait until they get here. The manifested glory is going to show up, and I'm going to be a recipient of that. No, God is calling you out in 2018. He's calling you out from the backside of the mountain. He's calling you out from that quiet place. He's calling you to the forefront. He needs you to operate in the very thing that he has placed inside of you because letting it sit there dormant, listen, he said, he said, listen, this is how the enemy knows who you are. He said, listen, Paul, I know, Jesus, I know, who are you? The devil don't recognize you if you're not operating in the gifting and the anointing that God has already placed in your life. You can act like you walk in kingdom authority, but when the rubber meets the road, honey, let me tell you, the enemy comes at you at all fours. He's not playing the game, so why are the children of God sitting back like this is some type of monopoly game and do not pass gold, do not collect $200. Baby, I landed on boardwalk in Park Place. I'm the richest person. No, 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 no. If you can't land, if your prayers are not landed in the head of the head, oh, God, they're not landed in the heavenly places where Jesus can command his angels to respond to the words that are coming out of our mouth. We have a problem on the line. Mm. 
<laughs> My God, because when you pray, you empower the elect angels of God to fight on your behalf. When you pray, honestly, you are continually empowered, and, and then with the, they fight in the heavens, causing you to overcome in the earth. But too many times we're sitting back, and, and we too, I call it the hell of vision. Is that all right? We, we're sitting back with the channel surf on our hands. We want to fill up on whatever uh, channel is going on, whatever's going on on the television, and think that our prayer life is going to be effective. No, you've got to turn the TV off and sometimes turn your plate down and consecrate yourself to the Lord so that you can accurately hear from him and that he can make a deposit into your spirit that can sustain you in your walk with Christ. Reverend Dancy, you said it earlier that Jesus was led up by the Spirit of God. And because he was led by the Spirit of God, that made him the Son of God. My God, if you are not being led by the Spirit of God, my question today is, who are you being led by? So the real question is, today is where are you? In kingdom authority, where are you? Because this woman, this woman, this woman right here, she was leaning back on what her fathers and her forefathers did and her great-grandfathers have, have erected it. And Jesus had to come back and correct her. Baby, you don't even know who you're worshiping. Because, and, and in this day and time, you have to understand that they were, they were engulfed in paganistic worship. This is what they did. They set up idol worship. They, they said, okay, well, we, we know about the God of Jerusalem, so we're just going to incorporate him with our, our wooden gods and our stone images and, and the things that we erect, and we're going to just implant him into that and just, just couple him amongst the rest. No, God is going to be first, and he will not be second best to anything. So if you cannot worship him in the spirit and truth, then what are you worshiping? Jesus said, you don't even know what you're worshiping. You have no idea who I really am. And you're talking to me with an attitude, but I am the one. I am he. When the Messiah comes, baby, I'm here. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Where are you? Where are you in the kingdom? Where are you in kingdom authority? Where are you as, as men in your wife or place of the home? Where are you, women, that should take a stance in your home and don't let nobody else come in and control what God said is rightfully yours? Where are you? Ah, because sometimes we're displaced thinking that we got it all together, even sitting in the church. It's easy to lift your hands. It's easy to lift your hands, but is, it, but is it easy for you to, but it's harder for us sometimes to bow down and worship before him because you're too scared that God is going to call us out, that God is going to see our mess. No, he wants to see your mess because he wants to clean you up. So I'm not in the habit of hiding anything from him. God, if it's there, I need you to deliver me. And the biggest problem we have is that we don't get delivered from ourselves. Because we talk a good game, but then we can't walk out what we're really speaking because that's why some of us slip up when we have all these faults and failures and, and not saying that we're perfect. No, God didn't call us to be because we'll never be that way until we see him for who he is. But at the same time, you can strive for excellence in everything that you do. So, God, whatever it is, the saints of all say, turn the, shine the light from heaven on my soul. Yeah, if you God. find anything that shouldn't be, God, take it out and strengthen me. Yes, God. That's where I am. That's where we are. And that's where we, we become kingdom-minded. This is how we really walk in kingdom authority because without no prayer life, you really have no power. So why is it that people can skip over prayer and then run to the pulpit? I'm sorry. Go back and do your first works over again. My God. And I, I'm going to touch down right there. I'm, I'm leaving because I feel it right there. <laughs> God help me. Woo. Yes, I want to ask you something. Thank you, Jesus. Let me tell you something. You said the foundation is prayer. The foundation. Help us. Yes, help us out on that because that's why we're leading in prayer. Many people just want to walk through. They don't want to go through the process, and I was one of those people. I didn't want to go through the process, but the process starts with praying, communicating with God. Talk about that mm-hmm. just for just about 30 seconds to a minute. <laughs> the process, it's, and you couldn't have said it no better, the process. See, and in prayer, we have to understand that when we come before God, we cannot come before him. And, and sometimes we say, oh, uh, well, if I pray like Mother so-and-so, if I pray like Bishop so-and-so, then I can get everything they got. No, baby, they've been through the process because you don't know what it took for them to pray in the manner in which they're praying. You have to commune with God on a day-to-day basis so he can recognize who you are in the spirit realm. And then once you, once you begin to establish yourself in prayer, 
establish yourself on this foundation because prayer is nothing more than just communicating to God. But when you pray to God, you cannot pray amiss if you word. Pray in stuff that you really don't believe. Pray in things that you don't need, that you don't even believe God can handle. It just sounded good, so I'll say that. No, baby, if your faith is not there, you gotta operate where your faith is, because that's the thing that God responds to in prayer. And this is our foundational mm-hmm. principle. When you communicate with Him, He'll say, "Robert, I know you. Robert, I see you. I smell a, I smell a sweet smell of savor coming up in my nostrils from you, the person. Not, not the, yeah. not the rhetoricalism. Not, not the, not the emotionalism. Not the stuff that you learn through religiosity." I smell you. Mm-hmm. Foundational mm-hmm. principles. Prayer. Prayer. Proper communication. And then when you pray, <laughs> he said, pray like this. Jesus said, our Father. First of all, when you recognize who God is, you can acknowledge him and exalt him for who he really is and not for the stuff that he can give you. Our Father, which art in heaven, God, you don't you don't just dwell in this earth. You are the heavenly God. You are the highest supreme being yes. of mankind. You are the God of my salvation. Our Father, which is in heaven, you sit on everything, controlling everything, while nothing is in control of you. My goodness. My How goodness. Be my name. Oh God, help me! Hallowed be Thy name. Hallowed be holy is Thy name. My name, Holy, thank you. Jesus. Holy is Thy name. Oh God, help us, Lord. Holy Hallelujah. is Thy name. When you begin to break before His presence and you begin to pray this scripture in in its totality, this scripture will literally have you pray it at least one and a half hours long because you can mm-hmm. do properly dissect what is going on. Hallowed be Thy name, God. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. I don't want what my flesh wants. I don't want what seems right for me. God, thy kingdom come. Whatever is going on in the heavens, God, let that take place in the earth. Whatever is going on in the heavens, oh my behalf, manifest that in my life on earth. God, so many can see my good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven. Woo! Prayer. Lord, have Foundation. Mercy. Foundation, and so many times we don't want to establish that because we're actually scared of what God might say to us. But baby, if you want it bad enough, you don't mind going in beyond the veil and going beyond the holies of holies, saying, Father, here I am without one plea. Take me and use me for your glory. God, here I am. Whatever is in my life, God, that you can use to manifest your glory in this earth, then let that be so. Mm. But we don't want to do that because we think, oh, God is not going to let me preach. Baby, I'm not worried about preaching. Your life is going to preach itself. So do what he's requiring you to do. Do what God is requiring you to do. Start out in prayer. Start out in proper communication. And when you do pray, pray back the word of God to God so he can respond to his own word. Because one thing I found out about God, Reverend Dantria, is that God cannot do two things. He will not lie and he cannot fail. Yes. Woo. So when you pray God's word back to God, God will respond to his word. Yes, he does. Uh, Yes, he does. My God. You know what? We're going to have to have you come back on because I I feel like you got more to talk about on this. (laughs) (laughs) And just let you go. Would you, you, my brother, could you be be so willing to pray tonight? we're we're praying, leading in prayer, definitely for men, um, definitely for men, um, and making sure we're aligned with God's will on tonight. Would you just do that for us? Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we come before your grace and your glory. God, we come now, God, not on our own terms and our own behalf, but we come seeking you on behalf of others that need you. God, we come now, God, realizing that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. God, we pray right now for 2018, the, the year of 2018 and the release of destiny, the release of manifested miracles, the release of manifested healings and deliverance to take place in the lives of your people in this earth, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, we pray for men and women everywhere, God, that men would properly align themselves, not only in the church, but in the home, oh God, to be priests in the home, God, that the family can be placed under proper alignment and not displaced under the devil's authority. God, we take control over this atmosphere right now. We 
cursed by the blood of the Lamb. Every dark looming spirit, we curse you by the blood of the Lamb now. Every spirit of disobedience, we cast you down. Every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Jesus Christ, we call it into captivity right now. In the name of Jesus, we take our rightful place now. We take our stand now. Hallelujah. God, we get into the trenches even right now. Hallelujah. We declare your word, oh God. Hallelujah. We declare by faith, God, that every man that is a man will stand up and take their rightful authority in you. Thank you. In the name of Jesus, every woman that is a woman that is married or single and waiting, God, we pray, God, that you hold them fast in the position that you've established them in. In the name of Jesus, every child that is in the family, in the home, God, we pray that priests become the leaders of their home, that the children can have somebody to follow after. In the name of Jesus, God, do it for your glory, but for our benefit. In this place, oh God, that men and women will go everywhere across this earth, that you're still God on the throne, and God, that you have not failed us, oh God, but you're still alive, you're still, God, working miracles, God, let them know right now, let your spirit consume us, oh God, breathe into us the breath of life once again, God, everybody that's suffering, oh God, from even last year's turmoil, God, we pray a flood of your anointing come through like a current of water, break the reservoirs of your spirit over their lives, and put the soul of their soul, in the name of Jesus, replenish the land, oh God. For all I seek your meal It's my people which are called by my name But humble themselves and pray Then seek my face and turn from their wicked ways God you promised we would hear from heaven You promised you would forgive our sins You promised you would heal the land God we repent right now We repent right now God We turn our hearts back to you O Lord In the name of Jesus Satan we command you right now To take your hands off God's people We command you to let God's people go In the name of Jesus, now God, release our inheritance. Release our blessing, oh God. Release the manifested miracles. In the name of Jesus, that man that's struggling with drug addiction, but he really wants to do right by you. God, we command a transformation in his mind to take place now. In Jesus' name we pray, and we give you glory for it, God. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
natural inclination to return to them. And so the scripture that God gave me was Numbers, the 11th chapter, verses 1 through 6. And uh, and so in that passage of scripture, um, let me read it real quick for you. In that uh, passage of scripture, um, there was a lot going on, but... Uh, even but even uh, there were things going on before that, but this is where the Lord uh, kind of started me out in, in the scripture. So I just want to share that just very quickly. And, uh, and so it says in the scripture, and when the people complained, it displeased God, and the Lord heard it, and his anger was kindled, and the fire of the Lord burned among them and consumed them that were in the uttermost parts of the camp. And the people cried unto Moses, and when Moses prayed unto the Lord, the fire was quenched. And he called the name of the place uh, Taborah, because the fire of the Lord burnt among them. And the mixed multitude was among, uh, that was among them fell a lusting. And the children of Israel also wept again and said, Who shall give us flesh to eat? We remember the fish which we did eat in Egypt freely, the cucumbers and the melons and the leeks and the onions and the garlic. But now our soul is dried away. There is nothing at all beside this manna before our eyes. And so what I took from that, and, and as I went back and read some more, the problem was is that they, they forgot about all the atrocities of the bondage and the harsh enslavement that the Egyptians had imposed upon them. Yes. They forgot uh-huh. that Yahweh had hmm. delivered from all of those things. And so and they, they began to turn back to that because they were blind to see, too blind to see what God had in store for them. And so what we learned from them is that they were willing to forfeit the greater blessing for fish, cucumbers, onions, and leeks. The Israelites wow. did not realize that just a few days' journey ahead of them, if they had just held on, uh, that they uh, that they would require a staff or a pole to carry one cluster of grapes, and that there was a supernatural abundance of everything they would ever need to survive. And so you talked about, Pastor Amy talked about a process. And so here the Lord began to show me that there is a critical part in the process that we all go through. It's the seven-letter word that we don't like. And that part of the process is in between the time that you act on what God says or you act on God's instructions, the time that you achieve what he has promised. So it is during that process, it's during that stage that our enemy uh, works overtime to try to deceive us into going back into the clutches of the old system. And it's also during this stage of the process that we will need to exercise discipline and to maintain a teachable spirit and a positive attitude as well as to listen to and listen for God's instructions and then follow them. So God has allowed us to see a new year. He has given us a, a new opportunities. And so when I was writing what I heard God say, it was my it was Nedra that wanted to add opportunities to do blah da 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 da. But the Lord said, No, I've given you new opportunities, period. That's it. I've given you new opportunities. Don't try to name them. Don't try to put a, a title on them. Just walk in what I'm telling you to do. So sometimes we have to walk in what we can't see. And But if we just keep walking just a few uh, days ahead in the journey, we'll be able to see everything that God has for us. And so in this season, we have to cut and sever the ties that bind up our soul. And the old system is designed from moving forward into the show enough for real no kidding promises of God. So we need to tear down that mindset that keep us old system and an old structure that's designed to keep us in bondage. That's the challenge for the 21st Christian, 21st century Christian. It's to live in a new system that consists of miracle signs and wonders that we can only get Pastor Amy through prayer and fasting and dedicating our lives to God. Those things, when we, when we commit our ourselves 
What God does will blow our minds. We can only walk in the new system by letting go of the old system. Amen. So that's what the Lord had given me for the uh, uh, in my time of prayer. And so my assignment tonight was to really pray for soul ties. And so, and, and if I may, um, if, I know I was supposed to do either or, but if I may, one of the things that the Lord had placed on my heart earlier in the middle of last year was to pray for people who uh, are, are struggling with addictions and have to go yes. to the clinic to get those. And so the Lord had given me a prayer, and I'd like to pray that prayer um, as well. It's just it's not quick, but I do want to pray for soul ties, and I want to explain one thing about soul ties. It's not just sexual. You know, we, we apply it to a sexual relationship, but when I did some research, a spiritual soul tie is the joining or knitting together of two people with the same purpose or heart. And so it does not always have to mean through a sexual um, context. And so we have to make sure that we are knitted together with God. It's an individual thing. Each man or woman has an assignment on their life. Each Christian has an assignment on their life, and if they are not spiritually tied together with God, then they can't fulfill uh, the assignment because the two can't walk together except they agree. Amen? Yes. Yes. Amen. All right. Go go ahead on. so I just want to pray this prayer for the uh, those that are struggling with addictions, and I just want to say the Lord has blessed me to be able to go to the clinics and hand out. I made little postcards, and I handed those out to one or two people as the Lord would lead me. And so I was so excited, but I'm grateful for this opportunity to be able to put this prayer into the airways and, and trust that God is going to do the work. Amen. So this prayer is for the men and women who are struggling with addictions. I pray that the prison of addiction that's in your life be destroyed stone by stone and pulverized into powder, never to be built again. I pray for a release of health and wholeness for your soul. I pray for the demonstration of God's power and deliverance in your life. So let no man boast at what only God can do. Instead, praise God for his grace strength and power. I pray your weakness becomes God's source of strength. I pray your freedom from the stigma of addiction. Uh, The scripture says, he who the son sets free is really free. It's not an illusion of freedom, but a real freedom from the spirit of addiction. And so, dear Lord of heaven's armies, I pray for my friends' freedom and salvation. Amen. Amen. So I'm grateful for that, and I just trust we'll do the work with that prayer in the atmosphere. And now uh, I, I want to just go ahead and pray very quickly for people um, um, that that the Christians of the 21st century really commit themselves and tie themselves, tether themselves to to God, and and um, not so much to people or titles. Amen. Yes. Yes. Amen. All right. <laughs> Father, in your name, O oh God, I thank you right now for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you, O oh God, for your goodness and your power, God. I thank you, O oh God, for just the instructions that you have given us to get through this season, oh God, that you placed us in. Thank you for this opportunity, God. God, we ask that you would just, uh, 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 an opportunity for to do new things and to, to see the newness uh, of your power and to see uh, more activity, God, that only you can do. And God, I pray right now for your people who are struggling with old systems and old structures, God, and struggling with the idea of going back into the old, God, instead of holding fast and moving on to the future. I pray, God, that you give us the courage and the strength, God, to sever every tie that is not of you, God. God, and we ask, God, that you move us forward into the promises that you have promised us, God, to the blessings that you have promised us. I ask, oh, God, even now that you begin to uh, cause our eyes to be able to stand to focus on you and to, so that we can stand firm in what you have called us to do. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we come and we ask that you give us an eye of discernment 
so that we can see what the enemy is doing, God, to try to tether us to something that you didn't want us to be tethered to. Father, we ask even now for, for the faith, the measure of faith that each one of us has, God, that it will be saturated, that it will be activated, God, that we would be able to move according to your plan and your purposes for us. God, we ask that you help us to learn, God, from the children, from the Israelites, God. Help us not to continue to wander around, hallelujah, for, for years after years after years, murmuring and complaining about something that we don't understand. But God, give us a heart and a mind to seek after you in the name of Jesus, to seek after everything and to pursue everything that you promised us. God, we're in that stage that is critical, God, where we have put our foot on the bank of the river, God. Hallelujah, God. So give us this courage, God, to continue moving forward and to trust you throughout every journey. Oh, God, we thank you right now. We praise and we magnify you, oh, God. We give you glory and honor in your mighty and precious name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. We seal that in Jesus' name. We seal this in Jesus' name. I want, um, I, I just don't want to, anyone who is listening in to take for granted um, what God has done. There is somebody, and, and for neither one of us, the three that are on here, I, there is somebody whose shackles were just loose. I believe that. I believe yes, that there were chains that were broken in the name of Jesus. He's, it is not by our power. It's Let not by time. any might, but it is yes, definitely God. by the Spirit of God. And so since we are operating in the Spirit of God, and I believe the words that I knew there was a word in both of you, I believe the words that were spoken were rightly divided, and also um, um, delivered with authority and power and the backing of God's glory. And that is what we need, God's glory to, to just push us forward and push those words out. If it is not done with his glory, we can, we can best rest assured that it more than likely will not be done. And I say that because what we can do with our gifts and talents, what we can't do with our gifts and talents, God can do in his glory. <laughs> we, we have giftings and we have talents and we have an anointing, but what God does in his glory supersedes yes, what we could ever do. And that's why yes. people get, there's like a wave of deliverance when God's glory falls. And yeah, we want yeah. to take the credit, but we cannot take any credit for God's glory. It is not for us to give. Only thing we give is praise. Hallelujah. And we worship with him, with him, and in him. Oh, my God. Yes, and God. so we pray that prayer, um, um, Elder Nedra, that prayer is going forward. I, w- I don't want you guys to get, the two of you, to get embarrassed because at all, because I believe these two prayers and the word of God are going to go to countries, providences, townships, and different areas in the world, and I'm going to, I feel God in those prayers, and I'm going to send them out repeatedly, and I'm telling you, people are going to hear it, and lives are changed as a result of that Thank you, Jesus. Ah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, before we pray out, what last words do you have for the people of God? This is the first Sunday 
2018, and I believe you all have the word of the Lord for the people. We are turning down old systems. We, what's going to operate in this new year, and we, I know we say these things, but this is the truth, and I believe it's for this season. We cannot operate in what what yesteryear was. It is not the same. We have to operate under a new glory. We go from glory to glory. We've got to operate in that. He is an infinite God, an eternal God, and we have yet to scratch the surface of his divine glory in our lives. And so we can't we can, we also have to have the foundation of prayer. If you're not to be established in prayer, I know I said I asked y'all for something and I started talking, but if you're going to be established in prayer, it means to be fit. It means to be fixed. And when you are fixed on something, you pursue, you go after, you chase it with everything you've got, and it's going to this level of prayer, not this, now I lay me down to sleep, oh, God, help us, oh God. thank you. No, pursue, and when you pursue something, I think about, oh, my, oh, my, when you in pain, when I was in so much pain, and when you're in pain, you go after that, you go to God with some intensity, intentional yeah. stuff, and yeah. so you don't back off because you be like, what's his name? I think it was Jacob. I'm not letting go until you bless me. Was that Jacob, yeah. y'all? Yeah. yeah. And so you mm-hmm. go after it with such intensity that you expect God to do what you're, what you're asking him to do. You expect yeah. him to come through. You expect glory in that thing. And so I'm saying we are going to have to pursue and chase. None of this old stuff is going to work. If you're not going to lay down for Christ, then you know what? I'd rather you not stand up at all. Oh, I'm going to have to preach that one because I know somebody got offended by that. But I'm going to say this again. If you're not going to lay down for Christ, I prefer that if you're going to be around me, don't stand up at all because it is going to take us to deny ourselves as we get ready. A lot of people are fasting already. Some of us are going into our fasting. Um, If you're not ready to deny yourself, you're not really ready to take up this cross and follow him, it takes everything in you at times to do the will of God. And the prophet, Elder Nedra, is critical for us to get to glory. You're not willing to go to the prophet? Hey, okay, that's on you. But guess what? You can't, you can't want the destiny. You can't expect the destiny if you don't go to the prophet. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. You want to get all of that stuff, but you better go to the prophet. Go ahead. Somebody talk because I'm, I'm in. I'm in. My God. Last words. Last words. Who got last words? Thank you, Jesus. My God. And it, it, is, it is imperative that we in 2018 understand where we are in Christ. And, and not only where we are, but who we are in Christ. Because when you know who you are and whose you are, you already walk in kingdom authority. You already walk in the power and the ability that God has given you to tread on serpents and scorpions and over power of the enemy. But you've got to know first who you are and whose you are. So if I know that I am a child of God and God is my father, I am in him and he is in me, then that means that the enemy already recognizes you every morning that you wake up. All you have to do is put God first, acknowledge him, and before your day even starts, get up about an hour early and consult God. Go into your heavenly language and pray in the spirit realm to combat everything that the enemy has planned for you for that day, that week, that month. And and understand that when you do that consistently, God will move on your behalf and keep you from things that should have been your demise. Mm. Yes. When you do that, when you do that, he said, if you hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord and do all that I've commanded you to do, blessed shall ye be. But you've got to do what he said first in order to get the after effect. Yes. (laughs) Elder Nedra, (laughs) I just want to encourage the saints to recognize where they are in that process and recognize the enemy and don't turn back. 
to the old old way, the old process, and don't go back to those old structures because there's nothing but death there. There is no life. There Ooh. is no blessing there. The blessing is in the future, the, uh, is in what God has planned um, uh, for us in the future, not in the not in the rear. Lord, so have I'm mercy. Ooh, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Either of you want to pray out um, at, on this night, um, <laughs> this final few minutes. I I'm wired and I sincerely can. I've done picked up like six sermons already from y'all, so expect <laughs> to hear that. Yeah, I got a few things written down, so I may just preach them all. And so Tucson, Arizona, whoever else asked me to come over there, just expect to see hear something from this night because it's gonna happen. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Either one you want to pray out. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank, thank you, you for this time and occasion of coming before your presence. God, we thank you for this time and opportunity to sow seed into the lives of your people across the earth. God, we thank you even right now, God, and we pray that everything was said according to your will and done in excellence. Oh, God, we pray, God, that some heart was ministered to, and God, some chains were broken, some yokes were destroyed. God, we pray that the very plot of the enemy has been annihilated over the lives of your people in this broadcast. In the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for the sponsor. We thank you for this woman of God who stands in the gap for your people across this nation, oh, Lord. Thank you, we Lord. pray you bless her and make her a blessing, oh, God. Lift her up when she's thank feeling low, God. Uh, God, be the lifter of her head, oh, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Give her strength when she's weak. Give power when she's at a place of fainting, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, God, for even her deliverance, oh, Lord. We thank you for her obedience to the calls and the claims that you have set before her, oh God. We thank you that she is the person that stands in the gap and said, God, I'll do it, and I'll do it because it's your will for me to do it. God, we thank you that somebody is obedient to your will. Hallelujah. That somebody is righteous, God, that you can look down upon this earth and find one faithful individual. So, God, we pray for the other minister that has ministered on tonight, the other pastor that has, but we pray, oh, God, for their church and, and their ministry, oh, God. We pray for every ministry that you're, that is heard on this broadcast. God, do the unthinkable in the houses that are represented in this place. In the name of Jesus, God, go beyond our finite understanding, oh, God. God, do that which is exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. In Jesus' name we pray, and, God, we fill it with a Hallelujah. Praise. And we thank you in advance, God, for what you're going to manifest in 2018 on our behalf. God, it's for your glory, but it's for our benefit. And we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Father, we just lift up our pastors, Pastor West. Pastor Scott and Pastor Miles. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for the opportunity for us to go forth. Now, God, um, the five people, I've been challenging people for five people to pray for five people, to focus on five people this year. We're praying over those five, God. I've been, they've been sending me these names, God, and so I pray over those five. We're not putting yes, them out their names out right now, but, Lord, you know every single one of them. You know what we pray for. So I pray, God, that as we pray over these five people in our lives, you grant grace. You grant grace, God, and we pull yes, them God. in. We pluck them from the world in the name of Jesus. Oh, we pray. Oh, yeah. Amen. Oh, amen. Amen. I challenge you. I'm going to put a challenge out on Facebook, and I will continue to put the challenge out throughout the year. And um, I'm grateful for a pastor giving me this idea out in Georgia, five people to pray for, five people to pray for in your life. And guess what? We're going to take this and make sure one of them is on your streets. We want to take the, take, um, um, to build the kingdom of God one street at a time. And since God has planted us throughout this wonderful earth, pray for, you, pray for things on your streets. Pray for people that are in houses. Be kind to people on your street. The reason why we're having so many problems in our communities is because we as Christians, the saints, the people of God, those who are chosen, the peculiar people, have not operated in our authority in the street, even just the street that we're on. And so we take authority in that. I want to leave you. Thank you so much, um, Pastor Amy and Pastor um, Nedra Moore, Pastor Robert Amy and Pastor Nedra Moore. I am grateful to God for you. Look for... Um, I look for both of them. I haven't asked Pastor Amy to come back yet, but Pastor um, Moore to come back um, very soon. And she's got a ministry for women that is so powerful and life-changing, and I intend to help her take that out 
to the world in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much for joining us as we get ready to close. Have my final quote. Y'all know how I do this. Quote comes from James 5, 16, because I want you to understand how powerful prayer is. The Bible says, um, James 5, 16, confess your faults one to another and pray mm. one for another that ye may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth <laughs> much. Never forget that. You're righteous, you're effectual, and you're fervent. Guess what? But the the um the pretense to that confess your faults one to another and pray for one another we forget that part the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much don't go before God if you got some faults with one another in the name of Jesus we thank you for joining Kingdom Authority I know I had to plant that and just drop it right there we thank you for joining Kingdom Authority on tonight I am your host Reverend Dancia Jones Morris and wait until next week got a word to share with you all a word to share we don't have a guest next week the Lord said to do something, and we're going to be praying again, but there is a word from the Lord. So join us 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for my East Coast family. Thank you so much for joining. And 6 o'clock p.m. on the West Coast, and we are on, we're on Blog Talk Radio, Kingdom Empowerment Incorporated. You may dial in at 646-668-2413, as my husband says on the announcement. Six four six 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 eight two four one three. Join us again. You can reach me on Facebook again, Dancia Jones Morris. Be sure to like the page and tell me what you think about it. God bless you. Thank you for my guests again, and you all have a wonderful night. <laughs>